Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network. It's the only place with a show for every team in Los Angeles and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Oh my goodness, Sydney Weiss, tell us what is going on. You're in the off season. It seems like yesterday, but then it feels like six months ago too, right? It feels like something, Stacey. I don't know. Time has become such a blur. But yeah, I think we've been out of the bubble and out of Florida for about a month now. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I know, right? What, what was the transition like leaving the bubble? Uh, it was very overwhelming. It became such a natural routine for us because we anticipated games every other day. And then um you know recovery in between and taking care of cooking that night with chef slim and marie and so it became so natural to us that when we lost that final game of the season it was like oh okay well don't have much time to think about it because we have to be out of here in like 24 hours so we got to pack all of our stuff up make sure that we have everything organized and ready to ship off back home and you don't anticipate losing and so a lot of things took place quickly and so then uh, you say your goodbyes there and it's it's wild because you're in that you're in the season and it feels like you are never it's never going to end like you're going through an experience that is encompassing everything in your life and then all of a sudden it's just done and nothing can make you prepared for that moment when you say goodbye to all these people that you just walked through this season of life with and it was hard. It was honestly hard saying goodbye to my roommates, to the coaches, to all my teammates. Um, but I, it was amazing to have shared all those days with them. Um, and then going forward, I flew back home to Phoenix for a couple of days. And then I've been going back and forth um, between Phoenix and Vegas to do my ankle rehab. So I've just been, hasn't really slowed down since, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's pretty standard for the life of Sydney Weiss, I think. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess I'm still trying to get used to the pace of my life. Right. Well, let's talk about your rehab. How is that going? Um, You were having such a great season. The daggone ankle situation still ended with a good season. You have a lot to be proud of, but let's talk about just the rehab and, and what that's been looking like and how you're feeling. Well, I've learned with, I've thankfully only been injured a couple times in my career But each time that I have been injured, it was a blessing that I needed because I felt before I hurt my ankle, I was very overwhelmed with the season. I was overwhelmed with things taking place in my personal life. And uh, injury has, I've learned, forces me to stop and to gain a new perspective on um, whatever I'm walking through at the time. And it's become so much for me that something has to take place to take me out of that. And that was the devil tried to snatch my ankle, but it was God who revitalized me and it was a blessing in disguise. And so it's, I mean, the journey of rehab is never fun. It's not easy, but it was good for me at the time to breathe and to take a deep breath. And 
Um, you know, that was the case for a lot of us throughout the season, you know, trying to weather different injuries, bumps and bruises. Um, and it was my time to shine. (laughs) (laughs) I win. (laughs) I win. Um, so now I've been working with, um, an awesome trainer out here. His name is Jeff and Marie, actually, she hurt her ankle before our season started and got linked up with him. And so right when it happened, I texted him cause I had gotten to know him while they were rehabbing. And I was like, Jeff, it's our time to shine buddy. And so we started our rehab while I was in Florida. And then once I left the bubble, then we, we scheduled a trip for me out to Vegas to work with him um, firsthand. And it's been really good. He's really great at his job, uh, works with a lot of different professional athletes. Hopefully we can get him linked up with, uh, working with the league as a partnership. Cause I think that would be super beneficial for our league as well. Um, and so it's been awesome getting to know him and he's a really great guy. So it's been a breath of fresh air to talk about different things, but to also, um, seek out his wisdom and his expertise with basketball and away from basketball. And so it's been a really good process for me healing Uh, physically, but also mentally and emotionally as well. And Sydney and I will continue our conversation, but first, this message from our sponsor. Aren't you so excited that football is back? Well, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And hey, there's always the online casino because it never closes. So head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Dude. What are you waiting for? Wait, no, wait, wait till after this show, but then totally sign up for betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Speaking of Marie, and you also mentioned Chef Slim, they immediately went overseas to play. Um, have you had conversations with them? How are they doing? I've, I'm keeping up with both of them, of course, on, on social, but how are they doing? Yeah, so I've touched base with, both of them actually the other night I was just going through like old pictures and videos and (laughs) went through which was I mean I sent them to our group chat and we were all like we were crying laughing we were emotional from these moments that were like I don't know it was so cool and then I actually FaceTimed Slim um on Sunday and then I was on the phone with Marie Monday night and so I was just touching base with them because like I said this transition happened really fast and they were thrown overseas. I was thrown wherever the heck I am. And we haven't really allowed ourselves to stop and slow down and really process what has taken place because they're in a new season of basketball and I'm in the process of healing my ankle. And so it's easy to distract yourself. But I asked them candidly, I said, how are you guys? Like, how are you doing? Like, how, how are you? (laughs) And they're both, you know, aware that there's, that they're carrying what we just walked through and experienced, but they're also using their new season to guide them through that process. And basketball has always been a great form of expression and release for emotions. I know for me, and I know that's the case for them too. And so I'm thankful that they're in really good situations. Marie loves where she is in Valencia. She is familiar with one of her teammates that she played with last year in Poland. And it's a great organization that she's with. And then, uh, Slim plays with Raquana, and so she has a familiar face too. And so they're in really good situations. I know Slim also got a hamster named Diego Fuego, so she is a hamster mom 
<laughs> they're doing great they're doing great stacy as to be expected that is wonderful i'm sorry but my first visual of the hamster mom is a little tiny little carriage being pushed you know how people you know how people in la put their daggone little dogs in the, in the baby strollers a hamster baby stroller <laughs> just walk she's all the way bent over like pushing the stroller on the street yeah, I could see her doing that too. She would do that. She would. I think she would totally do that. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that is amazing. So speaking of overseas, I know that you know you uh, originally you were like, oh, I'm not going to go over the sea overseas this year, but some opportunities might be presenting themselves. What are you thinking these days? Yeah, so I wasn't initially, and then my agent did present an opportunity that he didn't seek it out, I didn't seek it out, but it sort of fell in place. Uh, But because of my ankle injury and COVID still taking place, um, there hasn't been any commitment so far to any teams. uh, But I'm definitely keeping the options open. I'm thankful that nothing has been set in stone because I know myself and I would have rushed my rehab process in order to get overseas. And the more that I've done this rehab process, the more I'm realizing I am not ready to play basketball yet. (laughs) So it's, it's good for me that I don't have to be anywhere right now because I need to make sure that I take care of my ankle and that it heals fully before I jump back into anything. What are some other things that you're doing with your spare time now that we're in the off season? I have been coloring a lot. And the lines? Hopefully. Sometimes (laughs) the man outside of the lines. (laughs) So imagine that. Um, I brought some coloring pages into the bubble with me because my adopted grandma, if you will, from our church sent some pages that are going to be that you color and then you write a Bible verse on the back and then they put them into these Christmas boxes that are going to be going to kids in different countries. And so I've been working on that throughout the summer and I've had time here to in Vegas to do that. So instead of going out <laughs> to like gamble or, you know, if things are open, I've been coloring in my room. I've been reading a lot. Um, I've been now as I've been healing, I'm able to go on walks again. That was one mm. thing that's like been therapeutic for me. And that since I couldn't like walk without my ankle getting swollen, I'm to a point where I can do that again. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, I did a terrible job staying in touch with people when I was in the bubble. So I've been, <laughs> I've been getting back into my relationships with human beings. <laughs> so I've been on the phone. It's been good. It's been a process of like getting back into real life. Again. Yep. Yep. Outside the bubble. There were things actually kept moving outside the bubble, believe it or not. I'm sure yeah. that, I'm sure that when you were in there, it's just like, okay, we know where to eat. We know where to play. We know where to get on the bus. We know where we live. Nothing else matters. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Um, what is Vegas like right now? I mean, for people that have been to Vegas, give us a snapshot of, of kind of how it feels in, in that area now. Is it as vibrant as are all the lights on or is everything open? Are there a lot of people? I haven't been to the strip. Uh, my hotel is close to the strip, but I haven't been over there yet. Um, I know that it seems a lot quieter than normal. Um, there hasn't been as much traffic in the airport. Um, There hasn't been as much traffic throughout the city, Um, but I know that things are open with protocol, Um, and then obviously there's certain things that won't be open for a while, like shows or certain clubs, but um, it's definitely a lot more mellow here. The lights are, the city is always on, like at night, it's my favorite. I love seeing the skyline of Vegas, and that has not stopped, but there's not as much foot traffic in the city. 
I find all of that to be silver lining. I, I like the idea of less people. I just, I love my space. I love my space. So the idea of less people is good, but I'm just really sorry that there's no clubs open because I know that you're a total clubber. I mean, I brought a couple outfits. I when believe I say it. Outfits, I mean like cloth because that's what people <laughs> wear to the clubs. Am I right? So yes, you I, are. I'm ready if my name gets called. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, with that logic, you should also have a wedding dress on hand because there's so many chapels. You never know. You could get lucky and get hitched. I better be yeah. invited though. I'm only four hours away. I'll let you know. I'll let you know, like, before it happens, I'll say, listen, you need to get over here immediately because you're driving us through the drive through chapel. Like, yes. I'm be- so down. I'm so down. Yes. And Elvis. Elvis has to do it. That's the only way I want to get married, <laughs> with Elvis doing it. Oh, shoot. Um, at, at what point during... I mean, I know that other summers have been different or other falls rather have been different when you've been overseas, but um, Mm -hmm. at what point do you kind of sit back and take inventory and gosh, this is such a unique time. So this is even hard to ask, but to take inventory of what you just went through the season that you just experienced and then looking ahead. That's what this last month has been for me. Um, I did a really good job the first few weeks distracting myself and moving at a a quick pace so I didn't have I didn't allow myself to really dwell in what happened um and then like last week I think was the first time that time really slowed down I allowed time to slow down and I sat in what was what had just occurred in the summer because I felt like I had plans like I had plans for the summer to be in Minnesota with my grandparents the entire the entire time running errands for them, helping them around the cabin in Minnesota. And that was my vision. (laughs) And then the, when we were on our way there, that's when the negotiations began for a season and it became more and more realistic that that was what was going to take place. And um, so it, it honestly felt like I, I haven't been able to breathe since the beginning of June and going from, the entire process of negotiating to getting back to LA, actually getting into a gym for the first time since March, traveling to Florida, quarantining, testing every day, training camp condensed, and then games every other day, and then injuring my ankle. And then you're preparing to leave and you get so used to the people you're around every day. And then you are thrown back into the unknowns of reality that hasn't stopped, like you said. And so I continued that trend by going, I was home for two days. I went to Vegas for two days, went to Seattle to see friends for two days, went back to Phoenix for two days, Vegas for two days, back home for my dad's birthday for the weekend. And now I've been in Vegas for like two weeks. And that has been like this period of time has been my time to slow down and really take it in, trying to figure out what's next at the same time and letting it develop naturally. And also making sure that I don't want to ignore any healing that I have to do from this summer and allowing myself to dwell in that and to be grateful for the fruit that has come from the unexpected season that we had. And I think that that goes across the board for all of us. I'm sure we all had plans that this, this year has been fluid, so fluid and not as predictable as we have been used to in the past. And so we all have had to ride the wave and that's what it was 
the last few months for me and it'll continue to be that way since I don't have anything set in stone, but I, I know that that's when God works his magic the best and it's going to be amazing to see where I'm led and who I'm led to. And I trust that. And so I'm just praying that his will is done in my life and that I stay in step with that and that I continue to color pictures as best as I can, even if it's outside the lines. You do what we can. I, that's as always said, I mean, your approach is, is spot on and smart and it's, it's using God given wisdom to, to look at it that way and to, um, see the bigger picture and, and, but at the same time operating in the now knowing there's a bigger picture, but operating in the now. And I think that you're really, really good at that. Um, what do you, I know we've talked a little bit about this and then I know fans will remember, um, I'm sure you saying this, that you thrive in structure. That was one of the things that you really appreciated about the bubble. And then also having just everyone there and the camaraderie and, and even growing relationships that you wouldn't have otherwise had the opportunity to grow within the bubble. What are some other things that you miss about the bubble and what are things that you don't miss at all? Um, I think I, I've been watching a couple games overseas. Um, I've watched Marie play. I haven't been able to watch Slim or Raquana play yet, but I miss playing. I think, you know, like I said, the injury was a blessing to me because it allowed me to stop and really take care of myself, regain perspective. But it also reminds me how much I love playing. And I've been able to get back into some basketball workouts, but um, it's frustrating because I'm still in pain. And so when I'm working out, I still feel the pain of my ankle. And I can't wait for the day where it's like the freedom to just move about and not have to think twice about it. So I miss playing and I do miss um, the unity that we brought as a league to social justice and educating ourselves as a collective unit. Um, we had so many informative Zoom calls and um, opportunities that would not have taken place without being in this season together. And that is something I'll always cherish and um, will never take for granted. The one thing that I don't miss and that I had to get used to when I left was like going into grocery stores, like not having the freedom to go places. Like I, when I got out of the bubble, one of the first things I did was I went and I sat in Barnes and Noble just sat there for like two hours and I got in trouble because you're not supposed to just sit down because there's a pandemic going on. <laughs> so I was like, just give me, just give me a moment. Just let me just sit here in the bookshelves and <laughs> not bother anybody. But I think just having the freedom to go places and e even driving a car around and listening to music, like those little things that we didn't have the chance to do and that we had, I mean, it was simplified. And like you said, I love structure and I love a simplified schedule in my life, but I also love the opportunity to be spontaneous and to take a road trip if I want to, or go for a drive if I want to, or sit in a Barnes and Noble for a couple hours if I want to. And when you said driving a car, um, coach Fisher during his exit interview, uh, told us, it was like, man, I haven't driven a car in like three months. So you kind of had to figure out again, okay, which is the gas, which is the, yeah, yeah. it is. It's funny. It's funny. Well, and you felt that for sure. Having when you play overseas, a lot of times you just don't have a car elect to not drive a car, don't need a car, whatever the reason. And then you come back to the States and it's like, Oh, I mean, I've been overseas for like three weeks and come back and I'm like, how does this thing work? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I, that happened to me when I first, when I, my first season in Australia, cause you're driving on the opposite side of the car and on the road. 
And so I flew back to Los Angeles and I got a rental car and I was like, these people are insane. First of all, <laughs> like the, the speed for sure. For sure. on the freeways, I was just like shocked by it again, even though I had just spent the summer there, but I was removed for like four months. You cannot speed in Australia because the cop, like the cops will pull you over. Oh. It, it's different in mm. Los Angeles. And yeah, so it's, it's I was going like 60 on the freeway and I was like, you know what? I got to kick, I got to kick her back. <laughs> here. People are getting mad at me, but yeah, it, it takes a second. You're like, okay, yeah, this is the blinker. Yep. This exactly. <laughs> and ironically, people in LA don't use their blinker. So you're fine. Uh, if you don't. It's so, yeah. annoying. it's so annoying. They will speed up if you use your blinker. It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah, Life. That's yeah. It's crazy. Well, Sid, it's always good to catch up with you. I can't wait to see what is next, what God has planned. I know it's going to be exciting, and it's, it's going to be exactly what you need at exactly the right time. Thank you, my sister, and yeah. back at you. Your yeah. life, your future is so bright. We're going to finish 2020 strong. Yeah, we are. We're going to power slide into 2021 like it's nobody's business. Yes. <laughs> I just whipped everybody. I whipped on the camera. She totally whipped and it was a good whip. It was a good whip. I've seen some of her moves. That was a quality whip. Thank you so much. <laughs> for you. Thank you so much for spending time with us on this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network presented by betonline.ag. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SweetBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. For Sydney Weiss, I'm Stacey Pates. Thank you for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.